Wow, she's never told us that we were recording before. That was a new warning, and I was not emotionally prepared. I think Zoom just updated recently. I was not emotionally prepared for that. I had some chit-chat that I wanted to, like, chit-chat. And then Judy from Zoom was like, Mm -hmm. meeting is being recorded. Like, I don't know now. Is the government listening? Should I say what I'm going to say? I'm going to say it. Do it. So (laughs) I hit an interesting point in my life over the last week. Mm -hmm. And I just want you to come on the journey with me because I know that you will agree because I only have yes men friends also. Yes. I just want a hype man. I don't want you to tell me the truth. I just want you to agree. I'm ready. (laughs) I was at Ikea Mm -hmm. and I think there is a level of Ikea that you are like better than everyone else who goes. I think you master <laughs> Ikea at a certain mm-hmm. stage. Mm-hmm. And here's the stage, okay? okay? So if you're a plebe, if you're a knave in the Ikea world, mm-hmm. you're walking around and you're looking at the rooms mm-hmm. and you're 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 really taking it in mm-hmm. and you're thinking about making these rooms in your own house. I think the master level is when you like walk through, you take pictures of the item numbers because you know how Ikea works mm-hmm. and you go down the levels until you get to the marketplace and then you go ham in the marketplace because mm-hmm. the marketplace is where all of the little things are not mm-hmm. the big ticket like oh recreate this room no here is the the exact i love frame. that one <laughs> i know love her the exact frame from room 45 that i wanted that i took a picture of with my phone so i'd remember the skew number so mm-hmm. i could get it mm-hmm. and like that to me is when you are like a wizard level seven of Ikea. Mm -hmm. You are only there for the marketplace. Like the rooms are nice to walk through and you get some like, like generic inspo, but you're like the marketplace is where you go off. You go off. And then if you have any questions about like how you collect your furniture, like you're like, oh, I love that table, the shkabak boo. Um, I would love to get (laughs) that table for my house. How do I get it? And oh, honey, you don't even know. You have to go all the way down to the warehouse. You have to remember the item number. And then you have to go around and collect all of the pieces yep. like a scavenger hunt. And so if you don't already go and go into Ikea with that mindset of, am I here for a, a little light game or am I here for an away game where I have a big trolley? I am taking no prisoners. I'm making wide turns. Mm-hmm. I am just here. Like if you're, if you're not able to distinguish that as you're walking into Ikea with your yellow bag and your little helmet, I think you're, you're, you're basic at that point. Mm -hmm. So I, Mm -hmm. I just wanted to let you know that Uh I am now a wizard level seven. Wow. Ikea. Wow. So you can send emails to me at hannah.wizardry at ikea.co.uk. I would also like to point out that when you get like super lit for Ikea, that's when you know you're old. Like, you know that you have passed the point of no return of I am aging at a rapid rate that parallels like a reverse Benjamin Button when you are like, we're going to go to Ikea. Yeah. (laughs) I get that way about like specialty grocery stores. Yeah, I know what you mean. I mean, I don't know what you mean because I hate cooking, but I know what you mean. (laughs) Like when I go back to Ohio, there's this place called Jungle Gyms that I'm obsessed with. And it's got like every country and it's like separated by country where you go and like you can get food and like there's a whole wall of cheese and it's 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 great I love so it's it. like world market for food yeah okay world yeah. market is a u.s store that has like all of these i don't think they're actually ever from there they're like wayfair kind of stuff they're mm-hmm. like this moroccan bench it's made in like china but that's fine it's 
Schmarocken. I would also like to talk about the fact that I am going through a YouTube resurgence and I don't know if it's just happening to me or if others are on the journey with me, but I feel like I didn't watch that much YouTube maybe Mm -hmm. two months ago. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I'm watching so much YouTube per day. My screen time is lighting up Mm -hmm. and I will say, I don't feel bad about it because I'm exchanging Netflix time for YouTube time. So it's really fine. Like the amount that I'm damaging my brain is probably the same. Okay. But, but (laughs) I'm watching a lot of YouTube. And I think one of the things that I'm noticing the most is that having distance from the States is changing my perspective on things. Hmm. So I didn't used to like Canadian content creators and I'll tell you why. Okay. They're just too dang nice. (laughs) They are so kind and friendly. I just want to hit them. No, (laughs) no, they're really, really nice. But sometimes the way they said words really bugged me just Mm -hmm. listening to it. And it's not their fault. I mean, they're saying things perfectly correct. Mm -hmm. I just, I didn't like the accent. And so I would like tune out. And actually, now that I've had some distance from the States, I'm liking Canadian content creators. So welcome back to the chat, Canada. You know, I'm, I'm excited for you to be here. Okay. So what you're saying is, sorry. Um, sorry. So sorry for removing you from my previous chat. Welcome to this chat. We've learned, we've grown. And Alana is one of those creators. Her name okay. is Alana Davison and she's so nice. She's so cool. And hmm. I like watching her makeup tutorials hmm. and she has a bunch of clothes that I can't afford. So oh, I try not to watch great. those because envy is an ugly, ugly thing. But... I am watching a lot of YouTube in conclusion. Okay. okay. I also go through YouTube stints. Mm. Uh, it just depends. I watch a lot of reaction like channels. It's just you're Do in you? it or you're out of it, you know? Well, yeah, because I don't, there are some people that I don't like to support, you know, but they are like train crashes. So I have to like watch what they're doing, but I don't want to watch it from their channel. So I watch people who react to their channel so that I'm not supporting mm. the enemy. So give me an example because I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay. There's this girl. Her name is Amberlyn Reed. And Amberlyn Reed. And she's honestly, she's really boring, but she is, she's morbidly obese. And she, but she comes with this attitude of, I know what healthy is and I know it works for me. And it's just kind of infuriating mm. that I can't not watch it because the logic, like the mm. hoops, is like, it's fascinating how she arrives at conclusions. And, so there are people who will react to her. Nothing like mean. They're just like commenting, calling out hypocrisy or saying things like, you know, no one's making fun of her for how she looks. Like, that's not what we're here for. It's more yeah. like, you know, don't try to tell us that you went to a dietitian and they told you that you were healthy. When so you- just following her logic and reacting to her thought mm-hmm. processes, not reacting to her as a person. Mm-hmm. Correct. Sure. I mean, she's, de- she's not really a good person. She has, she's got like, it's controversial but she supposedly has a false rape accusation against someone you know just like and that that can be proven and I'm not gonna say that anyone was or wasn't you know that's not my place but uh there was also this big GoFundMe scam that she was a part of that they raised money for her girlfriend's mom's chemo treatment but I guess they ended up using the money for something else and so people like were you know obviously furious because they donated that money for a specific reason and you stole from them so yeah that's a huge deal Yeah. So like I said, YouTube, you either are doing it a lot or you're not doing it at all. Mm. One or the other. Yeah. I always thought of it like more of a lifestyle than like a cyclical, almost like a show rhythm where you're Mm -hmm. in and you're out, Mm -hmm. but it is becoming to me more of a show rhythm where like some weeks I'm really in some weeks I'm out, you know, 
Mm-hmm. And I've completed Netflix again. So, you know, Netflix, hurry up is what I'll say. <laughs> I, I, so Disney Plus, I told you that Disney slid into my DMs a few months ago. We've been yep. back on the train mm-hmm. and we haven't regretted it yet. Okay. So that's coming. <laughs> but <laughs> I, um, I didn't realize. So Disney did this partnership with stars. Right. They put Grey's Anatomy on there and I had not seen the most recent season. So oh. what did I binge in a week? Grey's Anatomy. That is correct. You have answered correctly. Is it ever so, going to end? Like, I feel like it needs to I end. I hope not. I, so you have to get your mind out of it. Cause I was really upset by the last few seasons because it became so like sitcom-y and that was never Grey's Anatomy. So I, I was like upset and enraged. And then once I accepted it for who it was, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, that's fine. That's who you are now. And now I'm invested again. There's this Irish guy on and I really want he and Meredith to date and they haven't yet. So Mm. I don't know how we got through another season without that happening. But there's a guy on it whose name is Andrew DeLuca. Do you know who DeLuca is? How much Grey's Anatomy? None. Yeah. So there's a doctor on it called Andrew DeLuca and he is like slowly losing it. And so you get to watch him like lose it, which is really interesting for me. And actually trails into another thing that I want to talk about. I've genuinely been like a little message in a bottle. I've been floating in the ocean. Clearly. Someone has uncorked me. And I am like, I have so much to say, but I've been away, which I'll talk about later. So I haven't had the time slash I've been trying to save it for the podcast to talk to you about these vital issues, Clearly, such as I am nosy. (laughs) As I said, I was away. Mm -hmm. One of the things that Luke and I do sometimes when we go to dinner is we people watch and it's the part of the show where I just literally like lean and listen and look at people and I know that I'm a nosy person but every once in a while you know how you can like convince yourself that you're not like you're good with money and you're like I'm good with money all the time I do the right things and then like you look at a credit card statement and you're like ah who is this alien that inhabited my body and spent all this money and you're like but the clothes are great so <laughs> I was people watching and I realized about myself that I couldn't stop. I couldn't look away. Like I got invested in the storyline. So I'll give you an example. Okay. And I'll see if you get invested too. There was a group of seven people out sitting at a dinner table. No, it was six. Six people sitting at a dinner table. Here's the point. So two (laughs) two of the guys were like gray haired, look a little bit older, but like facially look the same age. So like mid to late twenties, early thirties kind of vibes. Okay. And then two of the guys looked more athletic. And then the three girls that were there, one girl was more like the casual girl. So she didn't have any makeup on. She was wearing like leggings and a top. She had sunglasses in her hair to push it back. Other girl was like pretty made up. Other girl was like way curvier than the other two and was wearing makeup and like had like a whole outfit put together. So there were like varying levels of people. Mm -hmm. So the one girl with the sunglasses was just drunk. She hugged people for like three minutes at a time. She was like, it's just so good to hug you. So she was kind of seemingly the glue friend you know the friend who holds all the other friends together who like met one friend at a party and then invited you to this one thing and then now all of you are friends she seems like that person Mm -hmm. so she the guy next to her the guy next to him and the girl with the like fully put together outfit we're all talking so i'm gonna fast forward you past the part where the other three leave and excuse themselves and just get to the meat and potatoes okay so the girl with the really put together outfit her name is louise 
And I know that because I'm listening to their conversations. So I hear everything that they're saying. Classic Louise. Classic Louise, as one does. So Louise is interested in this guy who no one said his name, which is very rude because I wanted to have two players in the story. So we will just have to call him the guy with all the rings. You know, those guys who wear like rings on every finger. He was that guy. Okay. Yep. So guy with all the rings and Louise are sitting next to each other. They are kind of the last people at the party. So the, the really drunk girl with the sunglasses and the athletic guy who kept lifting his shirt up in a restaurant to show off his abs. Gross. Yep. Uh, they were first, first of all, get a personality. <laughs> first of all, stop. Second of all, continue to stop. Third, <laughs> go see a therapist. <laughs> so anyway, so they were all talking and Louise was giving a lot of vibes. Okay. Strong vibes that she liked all the rings guy. And I'll and she said, I like you. And <laughs> tell you my deductive skills. She shouted, I like you. And I began to think she liked him. No, so she was doing the thing where like, she'd say something to him, but she'd like whisper it. There's no reason to whisper. You're in a very loud restaurant. If anything, I love spinach. <laughs> yeah, like, like, what should we get next to drink? And like, but she would put her hand she would put like her hand on his like upper back and do some scratchy motions and then she would like lean so that her elbow was touching his elbow Hmm. and she was like staring at him when other people were talking and then she'd like look away and then she'd be talking again and basically the night went on they got more and more drinks and she Hmm. was pretty soused and every picture they took she made him put his arm around her and I just wasn't getting the vibe that all the rings guy was that interested. I don't know if he's the type of person that if thrown at him would just take it, whatever he got, but he didn't express the same level of interest. He wasn't giving her the same body language. Like he was really just invested in the conversations. So she kept giving all these signs. And then she did the girls go to the bathroom thing together a lot with the girl with sunglasses. Anyway, fast forward, fast forward. I think based on interactions he had with the bartenders and with his friends that he prefers gentlemen not blondes mm-hmm. so he he may be of both bipartisan interests we don't Perhaps. know we don't know his life but he was definitely like a male bartender came over and he was like what's your name i was like louise louise <laughs> like <laughs> dear louise <laughs> wanted to help her so she was doing that thing where like girls do it a lot in college especially so you try to stay to the end of a party because for some reason at 2 a.m you're going to he's going to realize that he loves you Mm. you're going to be more appealing than you were at 10 p.m sure uh and i think it's called drunk (laughs) but anyway they they were just going through this like back and forth all night and i was just staring and luke was like What's happening? It's like, well, she just put her hand on his back again and he seems to be talking to someone else and I think she should take it off, but she's not taking it off. And then she took it off and she looked uncomfortable. And I just want to tell her, <laughs> like, but I got super invested in the storyline. So Louise, if you're listening, I don't think he's that into you. <laughs> I just want to let you know. And also they kept ordering old fashions and they were drinking them really quickly. So I don't know wow. how they made it home. That's a sipping drink. Yeah. It reminds me yeah. of the couple at Pink Mama's. Yes. It's so fascinating to we people like, watch. They're arguing. What are they arguing about? <laughs> so um, 
Yeah. Have you played recently dad or boyfriend? Because Luke and I played while we were on holiday and it was great fun. Uh, I played, yeah, I played last week when Betsy was visiting. We saw a guy. There you go. Like, Have we told you at the team about dad or boyfriend? If we not, it. this mm-hmm. is, I was going to say, this is a great take home game. You basically look at a guy who is significantly older than the girl he's with mm-hmm. and you play dad mm-hmm. or boyfriend. You do. You play one or the other. And it's great because you don't have to confirm anything and you can just assume whatever you want. So you make up a whole backstory, which is really the fun part. Mm-hmm. And you use tiny clues that are probably meaningless to inform your decisions. So, well, my chat is totally unrelated to anything we've talked about so far, but great. it's that I was laying in bed the other night and I've been watching Gilmore Girls on my laptop and I was like, okay, it's three in the morning. I've been season five. It's time to go to bed. So I shut it. And I like put it down aside and I'm sitting there and I'm doing my nightly pre-bed crossword because I'm 80 and I start to hear something like a voice. And I'm like, what's going on? It's like really close. I, for for a full five seconds, I was like, who is in my home? And then I realized that my laptop was playing Gilmore Girls, even though it was closed. I was like, I was petrified. Let me tell you. It was so scary. I was like. (laughs) Because I've never done that before. And I, wow, it was, you should have seen my face. It was very much like, oh, yeah, it was a whole moment. Oh, man. I think the only, the only, only other chit-chat thing I have, actually, no, I'll save it for my tea. I will save it. My final thing is, do you, do you ever play Red Rover in school? Red Rover, Red Rover, send nondescript kid over. Yep. (laughs) Um, I just realized that we were really just training how to clothesline people the whole game. (laughs) Like, just watch out with your arm. Like, that's the whole point of the game. Now, wait until they're running at you. No, let them get some speed. Stick out your arm and stiff elbow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it works every time. Right into next Tuesday. It was great. Speaking of which, mm-hmm. let's get into the episode. Okay. <laughs> yes. Speaking of hitting you exactly where you're at, square in the face. Flash Tuesday, which is the day we release episodes. Sometimes. <laughs> My name is Hannah. And I'm, if you didn't know, which you should have, because come on, is Emma. <laughs> I'm, if you didn't know, is Emma. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought my, I thought I had specified my name. I can't remember if I had said it yet or not. <laughs> <laughs> my name, if thou does not yet know, is Emma. And sometimes I speak English correctly, but most Thank Thoust for entering the chat. We appreciate it. This is the Transcontinental Tea, where we give you a lot of opinions mm-hmm. and Honestly, we undercharge because it's free. So <laughs> so truly, we should be on Patreon, but we're not. You're so. getting a bargain, let me tell you. Subscribing, free. Don't know why you're not doing it. Very strange. Full free. It's full free. Oh, free. So today, we're going to talk about a lot of things, as you may mm-hmm. have already heard. But the main thing is we're going to talk about anti-aging mm. or not. <laughs> so that's coming at you. Yeah. Yeah. But first... We, you know, this is a surprise. We never, ever do this. Um, I was thinking we'd switch it up a little bit and we would do a tea of the week. I love that. I love that journey for us. And I think it's so wise of you Mm -hmm. to suggest that we do that first. So I think we should get into it. Yeah, I really think so. Tea, 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 tea,
I will start because okay. I apparently have had nothing but things to say today. Clearly. <laughs> so <laughs> I will go and hopefully release whatever needs to be mm-hmm. off my chest because apparently it's pressing. So my husband and I went on a little weekend away. Mm-hmm. Hotels are back open in the UK. You can eat indoors. We're basically thriving. Mm-hmm. So we got a little weekend away, which I was really excited about. We went to Bournemouth, which is a city by the sea. It's called England's Coastal Garden. That's Ooh. on their sign. So, <laughs> and okay. a coastal garden it was. Uh, it was really nice. We had a great time. We did a lot of people watching. We did a zip line <laughs> on the beach. We had no seafood because Luke hates it. And um, we did not swim because the ocean was cold. So, mm. yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> English beaches are not really for swimming, in my opinion. They're more for like wearing a linen button down and walking Staring around. Staring longingly yeah. out. When yeah. will my husband return from war? I'm right here. When will <laughs> return from war? <laughs> Shh. <laughs> Get out of my Hemingway fantasy. <laughs> when? <laughs> As I was saying, I, a widow. <laughs> I, a poor widower, you drove here in a Porsche. <laughs> so disadvantaged. <laughs> Once a lady, now disgraced. I'm not crying. <laughs> I'm actually just working on the new Netflix special. So. <laughs> yeah, this is her one woman show. See it in New York. <laughs> um. run wildly around. <laughs> I just jump from one side and I put on like a fake beard and I'm like, I'm right here. When will my husband return from the war? You forgot to take your beard off. Yeah, so I'm a pro. It's like what Elaine stretched it on Broadway, but way funnier. Way better. Anyway, so we were in Bournemouth and well, there were two main takeaways from this trip for okay. the pod. Number one, going out again is an interesting experience. So if you're like us and you've been in quarantine for so long, I brought like 50 pairs of different outfit options because I just didn't know what was going to happen exactly you just don't know and I went into a restaurant again and I wore clothes and then (laughs) I just wanted to clarify I wore clothes and I wore what I would consider my style which Mm is pretty classic nothing too over the top nothing trendy and I was surrounded by the Spice Girls and <laughs> Backstreet Boys and all of a sudden like Celine Dion walked in I mean I'm not kidding you the 90s were not out in force they were out to conquer they were out for blood like there was a girl with a dragon tattoo on her stomach a real dragon tattoo on her stomach in a crop top with the like storm two blonde pieces brown hair thing going on oh wow and she had these like high-waisted wide leg white jeans and a leather jacket and i'm like you look like you should be in a sci-fi movie you are in the matrix man what are you doing (laughs) like so i was watching all of these 90s people come at me Mm -hmm. and i was sitting here thinking none of you were alive right not one of you were alive when like I've been new I I was there I was Mm -hmm. there the first time that these were happening I wore some of them I will tell you none of them were the dragon tattoos but I did wear some sure I was just thinking I was lost in thought (laughs) I was thinking about how in the old days back Mm -hmm. in the day as some would call it yeah there was so much variance in teenage culture and that's gone now Mm -hmm. like I remember going to other cities like near my local area. I mean, I wasn't exactly a world traveler, but going like an hour out of my way 
and there would be people dressed very differently to me. And that is not the case now because the internet has made all of the people who were born in 2002 later the same. They're the same person. They laugh at the same things. They have the same haircut. They have the same hair color. They wear the same clothes. They talk about the same stuff. They're one homogenous thing. It's very weird. Freaks me out. (sighs) I mean, I would say if any of them were to go pretty much to any other country. I think that's definitely true for the States and maybe for more like Western allied countries, you know? But I think if you were to go to a lot of other locations, you would see just like none of that. Like- I don't, I'm interested to know because I think the internet has completely leveled the cultural mm, field. I think they're all just 90s Spice Girls wannabes. It's freaky and we need to stop it. We need- to purge i mean stop them (laughs) (laughs) that's next week's episode (laughs) it's a surprise um anyway that was my tea um lovely tea especially the part where we had our drama and our show and stay tuned (laughs) and tickets are available on our website (laughs) (laughs) www.t.t www.t dot t now what's confusing is the sure. last t is just the letter t right the first t is the word t so it's t e a dot t yeah don't make the same mistake other people are going t dot t wild don't out do there it. <laughs> don't, do, don't it. do it okay mine is that my celebrity circle just continues to grow i've got brooke right. over here begging brooke. to hang out and i'm like my good brooke, friend brooke you i love you but listen i have I'm in Brooklyn, you're in Manhattan right now. And it's just like, we're just at different points in our lives. And I just want you to know that your friendship is so valuable to me, Mm -hmm. but we're just like going different ways, you Mm -hmm. know? Yeah. Like I'm going to Brooklyn and you're going to Midtown. So we just need to take some time. So Brooke (laughs) is panicking, Mm -hmm. but I now can also add John Legend to my repertoire because my mother decided to inform me out of the blue, just randomly, withheld this information for God knows how long, that she works with John Legend's aunt. What? At a Sherrand. Yes, she works there. Because he is from Springfield, Ohio. That's wild. So... So basically, lifelong tickets to John Legend concerts is what I'm taking from this. I'm also hearing record deals somewhere. <laughs> slash That's my off-Broadway off show. <laughs> I would also like a record deal. So I'm just in so, like... When he married Chrissy Teigen, this aunt went to the wedding and there are photos of her just chilling with them. And it's just, here I am. I'm in the throes of my celebrity friendships and they just keep coming. It's hard. You know, fame just hits you all of a sudden. True. And you think, how did I get here? How, how did I become so entrenched in celebrities' lives to the point that I now would probably be considered a celebrity by many Truly. people? I mean... I didn't ask for this life and truly I'm at an advantage because I don't have to be constantly in the spotlight, but I have yeah. enough spotlight that it's like, I don't sweat, you know, when yeah. it's shining on me <laughs> and then it just leaves. <laughs> You're one of the friends that page six always quotes like friends close said, <laughs> that's you, <laughs> that's you, anonymous friends. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I'm right. expecting his text any day now being like, any hey, minute. What's up? I heard that you know my aunt at assurance. <laughs> we are outing her big time. Someone's gonna look her up. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Someone's gonna Don't really do it. look her up. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's going to be like, I know it. I knew, I, knew it. <laughs> I knew you look like John Legend. <laughs> so I would like to transition us okay. to a product discussion. Wow. And you might be thinking, great. I love those little product moments where you mm, guys talk about yeah. one or maybe even two things that you like. Oh my gosh. So generous. Thank wow. you for blessing us with your wisdom that you've definitely paid a lot of money for because <laughs> I personally have spent so much money on clothing, beauty, etc. Facts. You know that it's etc. not ek cetera. Yes, and I continu- like continuously said it wrong my whole life. I've only ever said etc. I would like to say sorry for the grammar Nazis like me who will be really bothered by this. And I would also like to say I am not necessarily able to change at this point. Um you know, I am I am who I am. <laughs> Yam I, I sweet potato. <laughs> sweet potato. We haven't laughed about that in forever. I know. It's been a moment. But the opportunity just is just there. So. Uh, it was right there. <laughs> okay. So anyway, we're going to talk about <laughs> iTuber. Brands. Brands. iTuber. Okay. <laughs> Can we rein it in? <laughs> Fine. I'm out of potato puns. So. Good. Thank goodness the people said amen. So we're going to talk about brands. We're going to talk about brands that we like. We're not going to mention potatoes unless the potatoes are part of your brand. Okay. So I thought, cause I really, I told you I was in a YouTube hole. Mm-hmm. I've been like really into it. So I love the like brands we love kind of things. Mm-hmm. So we're going to give you a few. I'm going to give you five. Am I may give you two? I don't know. We will see. I I'm realizing in this moment that this would have been a moment for theme music, but I'm not sure what the vibe would be. So if you'd like more of this segment, add us, you know, and, and we'll find some audio because we're nothing if not masters of the beat, you know. Um, do, 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 shopping. Da, 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 da. Brands. <laughs> there we go. You're welcome. <laughs> so, okay. Emma, would you like to kick us off and sure. just give us some of your brands? Okay. Well, I've only got three because I've realized that I either don't know what I like or I don't pay attention to what I like. I also struggled. So if, like me, you don't know what you like, take a minute, sit down and think about it. Like what we like and you'll be just like Gen Z. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, my first is a store and that's a recently discovered store and it's called Neighborhood Goods. And mm. Um, I only know of one location and it's in the Chelsea market. It actually features online brands like Facebook brands and they are in person featured for a set amount of time. So these sellers can put their products in the store for a certain amount of time and sell them to the general public rather than just being an online brand. So it's a lot of exposure for like local brands. I bought a pair of shoes there. I can't remember the name, but I will find it and mention it in my corrections corner next week. Um, Corrections corner. <laughs> I took that for my favorite murder. I can't trademark it, but I wish I could because I love alliteration. But anyway, you ever sidebar? Sidebar mm-hmm. Nation is mm-hmm. trademarked for those who would come for it. <laughs> just so you know. But <laughs> sidebar, I talked about this a couple weeks ago, maybe mm-hmm. even last week. I've been listening to Giggly Squad a lot, which is two reality stars that I like who have a podcast, and they say something that I now use to the point of obnoxiousness. Like mm-hmm. you know, when you pick up a statement or a phrase from somebody and you use it so much that you're like, I live by. Like yeah. <laughs> you're just waiting for people to like it and credit you with it. Mm-hmm. So I now say, see you in court to the point that it's obnoxious and it's sure. definitely something that they said but every time someone offends me I'm like I'll see you in court <laughs> like, today 
<laughs> I did. I said it to her earlier and I went, it's <laughs> right. a big wide open mouth thing. <laughs> yeah. But we digress. Uh, yeah. So anyway, um, they probably have a website and the prices all vary obviously because they're by different people. So it's just kind of, all, and it usually costs more because they're small businesses, you know, so, but really good stuff. Lots of really good, good variety, all kinds of products. So good goodness. Good. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So what's one of yours? So one of mine is Oma Beauty and it's spelled U-O-M-A. And it was actually brought to me by people who were highlighting black owned beauty brands. And mm-hmm. so I was really excited to try it. Mm-hmm. And as we know, I have been on the hunt for the perfect foundation for about the last 200 years. So it's been 84 years since mm-hmm. my last try on. Mm-hmm. And I found Woma Beauty kind of off the beaten path. Mm-hmm. They're available in like Sephora now and they're on, I use, which is Cult Beauty in the UK. And it's this Nigerian born New Yorker who created this massive brand and it has a, an incredible shade range, but these products are incredible. So there are like five different varieties of the foundation and concealer based on your skin tone. It addresses different skin needs. It's really, really good. And I will say it's the best foundation I've used in years. I 10 out of 10 would recommend to a friend. The foundation and the concealer are both delicious. They have contour products that I've not dabbled into because I'm just not that good at it. But for those who are more adept than I, I would I would say do it. So it's U-O-M-A, Oma Beauty. Hmm, fanjay. Um, I love inclusion. Thank you. Um, you love her. <laughs> my, my I've mentioned this before. I will forever stand is Pixie. I love Pixie. All their skincare products. I'm on the train, been on it. I'm actually the conductor now. Choo choo. <laughs> Previously, I was in the caboose and I've moved up cars slowly but surely. And now I am in control. So, right. <laughs> yeah. So, but I also, they, I like that they, I mean, they have good beauty products. I don't use their makeup very often, but it's, uh, they all contain sunscreen. It's all like moisturizing. So, mm. anyway, I'm always going to be on the Pixie train. That's really great. So great for you. So happy about that. The next brand has actually entered the chat. She left the chat beforehand and she's back in the mix now. And it's Mm. H&M. I had fallen asleep on H&M because I was tired of the low quality, crazy sizing and inability to find anything consistently that I liked in there. And it got too trendy for me. Mm. I have learned. Okay. Learned with a T. Mm. I have learned. So I'm now into H&M and I'm into their like mom edit. Hmm. So it's not actually called the mom edit, but it's the part of the store where there's not like the bunch of bright colors and the crazy prints and like fur slash mesh t-shirt. Leather. Uh, yeah. Like just all sorts coming at you. Where really you, have, you see a t-shirt like, oh, that's cute. And it says like tacos. And you're like, what? <laughs> yeah. You're like, where do we, where are we going? So <laughs> I, I found like the basic section. I found some great work leggings and I was like, oh, okay. okay. I've been looking for work leggings. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for sharing this with me. I got a blazer that Luke got oh. me for my birthday because I couldn't afford to buy it for myself at this moment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, we've since been paid. So we fine. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I was like, do you want to make this look an early birthday present? You know, when you do that with like friends where you're like, you could just like get this for me now. And I can have it. So I got a really cute blazer. Yay. Like, like a nice oversized blazer. I've ordered a linen shirt from there. I've got mm-hmm. a few shirts that I really like. They're puff sleeve because that's all I buy now. So I would say H&M is back in the mix for me. And my tip for those of us who are 
potentially in the anti-aging bracket who are maybe like me dealing with wrinkles and acne because the universe is cruel and unusual. But if you're in that zone, I would say look for the plain pattern stuff and look through that. Like don't look at the bright and shiny stuff because there's Mm -hmm. nothing for us there. There's nothing for our people. Our people are in the basics and in the like two side wings that are like business Mm -hmm. slash summer cuteness. Yes. That's it. That's it. Hard stop. That's all. Uh, Okay. My last one is actually Target and specifically Mm. Target's clothing lines because they've Mm. recently just really upped their- Universal thread? Hello. Cute. I don't know where it came from. Cause like, I'm seeing all these TikTok poster girls are like, oh my God, Target fashion is so dumb right now. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, cause they have some really good stuff. I bought this really cute strawberry dress from there. I bought my linen pants, a pair of linen shorts. Like they've just up to their quality in their game recently. Like previously they have some dumb stuff, you know, that I'm like, it's out of my age range. And I'm just like, I'm not here for yeah. it, but they sell Levi's. So those are always there. Mm. And yeah, I just, my mom and I went in there and we were like, Okay, Target. Okay. So I'm just saying, and it's you know affordable. So yeah, I'm really into it. The recent here for it. I'm I'm here. I have arrived. She's not even late to this party. She was like present. (laughs) So my last couple of brands, I'll try to run through them quickly. I'm really into La Roche Posay. It's been really really good for my skin, Mm -hmm. and I would recommend it to anybody who has super sensitive but problematic skin because it's really hard to find a balance. Like people with problematic skin that's not sensitive, you can just apply like acid, like just straight acid. And, and it's like, oh, that's great. Thank you. Uh, everything's great. But when you have sensitive problematic skin, you can't just apply anything and expect it to be better. Mm-hmm. So La Roche-Posay has been amazing. I've seen a lot of dermatologists recommend it as well, which is how I got onto it. I love it. I, every product that I've tried, I've thoroughly enjoyed. Mm-hmm. And I, I would absolutely recommend it to anybody. And it's available in the US and the UK. So it's super helpful. Love. And the last couple... American Eagle and Airy. They have been my friends forever. I love American Eagle jeans. I will always buy American Eagle jeans. They're stretchy. They're comfortable. They're cute. I'm here for it. Mm -hmm. And Airy is just so body positive and so inclusive. Mm -hmm. I love them. And all their stuff is really great and comfortable. And I have tons of stuff from them that I wear all the time. They don't retouch any of their photos of their models. No, they have a huge policy about it. They like won't do it at all. And finally, Madewell. I've talked about them before, so I'm not going to spend a ton of time on it, but Madewell is still great. I would like to spend one minute on the retouch thing because okay. I, so we recorded something a while ago that we have not been able to release yet, which is about Khloe Kardashian's famous photo incident where basically she wanted to get a photo off the internet that wasn't retouched. And that was the whole thing. I have since looked at like five of her posts And I'm disgusted by Mm. how much retouching is happening. Mm. I am absolutely fine if you want to like face tune out your blemishes or if you want to like tighten up the background or if you want to remove people from pictures like you do you boo. But I just think it's so negative, damaging and wrong that we're allowing images that have been that changed not to have like a warning on it that's like mm-hmm. adapted or edited image. Like at least, at a minimum, we need a warning, like an ad warning that's like, this photo is not even close to the original. Please do not take this as realistic or real. And 
it just bothered me. And like, I didn't know this, but there are video apps that you can use where like you can edit videos to be the same thing as like a photo where you change your waist size, you change your body proportions. And I'm like, why are you doing this? Like, why, why are you pretending to be something that you're not on a scale that you know will image that will like damage other people on images that will hurt other people. And like, yeah, I could unfollow her, but I just think like, I like her so much as a person. It bothers me that this is happening now because it's gone from like, oh, she changed her skin color a little bit, or, oh, she changed her cheek to like, she looks like a very tan, slim Barbie and I don't recognize her at all. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a good segue into our- Thank you for listening to my TED Talk. <laughs> for the day. So I think that is we dive into our meat and potatoes, so to speak. Um, once Laura- I am who I am. Chat. She says, I agree. <laughs> Lorelei has a lot to say about anti-aging, but unfortunately we have barred her from participating in our podcast because she stole money from us. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> Can't believe. <laughs> she has never had a job and she just lives <laughs> off of Emma. It's so. ridiculous. It's Contribute to this household. <laughs> okay, Get a real she- job. <laughs> I think she's done barking at the Yorkie next door, so... Right. One of the things that we wanted to talk about, this is getting into our sit portion, is anti-aging. And mm-hmm. it's not just like what we're doing for anti-aging, because I think that would be kind of counterproductive, but it's more so like, let's look at society's mindset on aging. Let's look at how it's impacted us and our experiences with it. And let's just really soak in that, you know, let's sip on it. Let's. The tea is exceptionally good today. <laughs> Who made this? Mm, very delicious. Anyway. So anyway, anti-aging. Yeah. <laughs> so it's funny that you mentioned Chloe though, because I was saying that I think that there's a large contribution by the celebrities of the world mm. to the idea that aging isn't isn't good or it is a life ruiner or a career ender, you know? Um, yeah. So there's this like desperation. And you see them get these treatments done when they're young. Like they get, look at, Janice Dickinson look at Gosh. even Courtney Cox like look at these women who got like Botox and procedures done when they were in their like 20s or 30s yeah. and look at how they look now it, it in my opinion just ages you more you know and yeah. I don't think people realize that these are procedures that you have to keep up on for the rest of your life once you start them yeah. like you it's not a one and done you have to do them consistently over and over and over yeah I just think yeah let's start big and then go small I think society's attitude towards aging is so driven by marketing money and so driven mm-hmm. by consumer culture that it has a huge impact on people's mind and their well-being and the way that they're spending their lives like trying not to get old you're getting older every day mm-hmm. like you you literally can do nothing to stop it and I know people who get preventative Botox and I'm not here to tell you not to do it but I am here to tell you, I hope you're doing it, embracing the fact that aging is good. Like, mm-hmm. I don't care what you do to your body, as long as you know that getting older is a good thing, like mm-hmm. going through life and getting to live another day is a positive. So as long as you have that perspective, like the the visuals of it are less important to me. But mm-hmm. I think there's this huge never get old culture, especially in like LA, where people just want to be forever young. They want to be forever young. So I just don't really support it. I don't really understand it because I think you're cheating yourself out of a lot of great years if you're chasing your youth forever. Mm -hmm. You know, and my mom and I were talking about this where 
we are sexualized so early as girls. Like mm. it starts so soon. Prepubescent even like a lot of the time. Like there are women now who say I was pursued by grown men when I was a child. I was 12, 13 years old and these men are pursuing you. And you know, you only have just hit puberty. So to them, there's this weird perverse mindset that like that's your body's peak, you know, which is so weird to me because you're literally a child. Yeah. Like you're a, a, a baby. And you know, that, that lasts though your whole life. Like you, that sexualization doesn't stop. It starts when you're young and it continues for your entire life. And if you're not maintaining this standard that has been set for you societally, culturally by men in particular, you, you have failed as a woman. And yeah, I think that is a huge contributing factor to this, I don't know, inherent need almost this internal like need to maintain at least your twenties, you know, um, because that's you, there's this idea that like you won't be sexy or desirable anymore if you dare to get crow's feet or laugh lines, you know? Yeah. And I think it's so weird because I think that bar is even getting pushed back. Cause I think that when we were growing up, it was about 15 or 16, the girls started to like try to put on makeup and try to show off the curves that you might have or not have and try to dress more like an adult. And I think now it's gotten so young that 11 and 12 year olds are dressing like they're 18 or 19 and 18 or 19 year olds are dressing like they're 28. It's just so crazy to me because I've seen girls that I'm looking at them and I'm like, I can tell by your face, despite the makeup that you're about 16, Mm -hmm. but you look about 25. Mm -hmm. And I just, I marvel at it because it's like how the same is true, like in reverse, where you can't spend your life chasing your youth, but you also shouldn't spend your life chasing adulthood that isn't yours yet. Like enjoy Mm -hmm. your childhood. You will never live rent-free again, my friend. Soak (laughs) it in. Like you don't know the privilege that you have. Insurance is coming. Okay. It's coming. And, and more than anything, you spend so much time wanting to look like other people and wanting to look like someone else that you don't appreciate where you are and what you've been through and how things are now. And I think back and, you know, I didn't have the longest childhood, but I'm so grateful for the childhood that I did have because I didn't try to dress like I was 22 when I was 14. I was wearing bell-bottom jeans, like flare jeans and band t-shirts. And I was fine and I was okay. Yeah. There's a lot of these posts of like 13 year olds when I was 13 and 13 year olds now and 13 year olds when we were 13 back in like the early 2000s was like awkward, lots of braces, yeah. maybe bad like, hair, yeah. really bad hair. A lot of <laughs> like really neon pink eyeshadow, <laughs> not good, yeah. you know, not Sad. sexy. And now not it's good. like, I saw a, I saw a 10 year old in the city a couple days ago in a crop top and spandex shorts. And like, she was a baby and I'm like, I just, why, why, you know, like, oh man, it's so bad too. Cause I was, so Luke and I were walking to go get dinner in Bournemouth when we were away and we were walking back and there was this group of had to be like 14 year olds, Mm -hmm. all in a gaggle, like dancing, playing music off their phones and like really aggressively dancing on each other. And I was just looking at these underdressed girls thinking like, I just want to save you. I feel like you're going to be trafficked. I just want to save you from yourself. You're damaging yourself in ways you don't understand yet. Why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? And, and I'm like, I've passed, like I've passed the threshold. I am 
so old Mm -hmm. that I'm now in mom mode looking at these young girls going, no, no, put clothes on. This is bad. This is bad for you. Like, Mm -hmm. but anyway, anti-aging. So, Uh, (laughs) well, you know, I think that shows like toddlers and tiaras really contribute to this as well, you know, because you're like overtly sexualizing literal four-year-olds, like toddlers, literal toddlers, like honey boo boo should be an example to us all. (laughs) It's gross. And that you know, it's so funny because it's almost like this reverse. Like we were saying, you start out trying to look older than you are. And then once you hit so quickly, once you hit like 26, it, it flips. And you just chase the other direction. You want to be 12 again. Yeah. And I don't, I don't, and I think that's because once you pass a certain age, you see the guys that were paying your attention when you were young, start to turn that attention towards the now, the now young girls Mm. that you once were. And so you're like, oh, well, clearly I'm, not doing something right because I I had the audacity to begin aging the day I was actually born. So Paris Geller from Gilmore Girls said, they're coming, Rory, and they're going to keep on coming for the rest of our lives. Mm-hmm. Rory, who? Paris, the 20-something girls, the mm-hmm. 20-something girls with the perky breasts and the straight, shiny hair, they're coming for our starter husbands, for our jobs, mm-hmm. and they're going to keep on coming. Rory, Paris, you're a 20-something girl. <laughs> It's just, it's wild to me, but I do want to say, I think there are ways that you can go about it where you can go about preserving your health or finding Mm -hmm. things that make you feel good or make you feel like you look good without buying into the societal mindset that aging is toxic. Mm -hmm. Cause I think like if you have four headlines that bother you, great. If you have four headlines that you're thinking about because you don't want to look older or your age problematic. Mm -hmm. It really is all about mindset, you know, like you need to decide and we have done this about a lot of things we've done this with our eating disorders like why do I feel this way is it yeah we've unpacked it yeah is it because I don't feel comfortable on my skin or is it because I'm worried someone else will think that I don't look good yeah. So it's, you just have to be honest with yourself and it's okay to admit that you're afraid of the, the latter, but it needs to be addressed before it becomes problematic. And think about what you're spending your money on too, because if you're buying tons and tons and tons of things, because they say anti-aging, just be aware that that's intentional. It's not an accident that they're putting at everything anti-aging. Not everything is anti-aging. Um, I use a very gentle retinol, but that doesn't mean that I'm going to have baby skin. You know, I use it mostly because my skin texture is really uneven and I need to resurface it, but it's also good for your aging skin. So as it ages, it keeps it healthy, mm-hmm. but there's no magic potion that you're going to buy, whether it's from La Mer or from Elf that is going to, you put it on your face and all of a sudden it's like, wow, 20 years younger. It just doesn't yeah. exist. That's there's surgery. Nothing, nothing wrong with wanting to maintain elasticity, you know, but I think it's unrealistic to think that your skin when you're 50 will look like your skin when you're 24. It's just no. not going to happen. And we're supposed we, to. We should be so lucky to age, mm-hmm. you know, like with all the tragedy in the world happening, especially when you look at recently with Israel and Palestine and these literal babies being killed, like be yeah. grateful that you have crow's feet, you know, thank, yeah. like, thank God or whatever deity, universe, nature that you've made it to the age that you are and got to experience life because that's all that the marks called flaws by society on your skin are is just Mm. proof of a life lived. Yeah. And I think in terms of surgery, I'd like to get your perspective on this. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I would ever get Botox. 
I think I might do it in the jawline because I have a locked jaw sometimes. Mm-hmm. So they say it's really good for your masseter muscles. If you're someone who gets really tight jaw or who clenches or who like their jaw pops or cracks a lot, like it's good for that. Mm-hmm. So I might consider getting it for that, but I hope that I don't get it to make someone else feel like I'm not aging. Like I want anything that I get. I don't think I'd get many cosmetic procedures, but if I did get them, I want to make sure that I'm going into it with the bright mindset. Like we just said, where like, I'm thinking, is this for me? Am I making myself happy or am I trying to please other people? Or am I trying to like keep up a facade Mm -hmm. of youth? Mm -hmm. Um, The only one I've ever considered is filler because I spent so long getting not adequate sleep that I'm paying for it with, I have small bags under my eyes, which are not unnatural. Like it's okay. But I do feel like I look tired all the time and I'm not, you know? So it just has to be, and it's not something I I can't afford it right now. So it's not even on the table. It's just something I've thought, like if I were to ever get a cosmetic procedure, that's about the extent that I would go. But we've said before, it's a slippery slope. Sometimes it seems like it's never enough. So part of me knowing the personality that I have and the struggles that I've had with appearance, part of me thinks like maybe I shouldn't because I am afraid that I will fall into the trap. Part of the reason that I'm anti-cosmetic surgery is I think I would be the person who like I would get one thing done and then there would be this deluge of like, and I'll get liposuction and I'll get a brow lift and I'll get this and I'll get this and I'll get this and I'll get this. And then all of a sudden, 15 procedures in, you are still looking for all those tiny flaws that you want to change about yourself. Like if watching Botch has given me anything, it's perspective on like, no matter how many surgeries you get and how close to quote unquote perfection you feel, you will always want another thing. There's never yeah. a super cosmetically altered person who changes their entire face and is just done. I mean, insecurity is obviously a big part of that, but I think that there's just this, I I don't know how to describe it. I don't know if I would call it mental illness, you know, but it's definitely something's going on in your head where, I mean, it's it's probably body dysmorphia. Yeah. It's dysmorphia of nothing else, you know, it's, and I just, it's amazing to me because you look at these women you look at their before and afters and you're like, God, you were so great before, you know, like, you were amazing. We can never say that about ourselves though. So it's, yeah, it's interesting because to them, they think they look better now. And to everybody else, we're like, you were so great before. And now it's kind of almost like sideshow weirdness. Like, yeah. Yep. And I think in terms of things I would say to people is if you're thinking about having cosmetic procedures done, do a, do a real unpack of like, am I doing this for me or am I doing this for other people? And then do like a close other's opinion check. I I always run things through Emma because she's my ED recovery person. So if I'm thinking a certain way, or if I'm feeling a certain way about my body or about changing my body, I try to tell Emma how I'm thinking, how I'm processing it. And she'll ask me questions like, what do you like? What do you think you're getting out of this? What, what do you want the end result to be? What do you feel uncomfortable with now? Do you feel uncomfortable with this because of yourself or do you feel uncomfortable around other people blah 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 and we we do the same th- thing back and forth but i think having somebody like that that you genuinely trust to know what is good for you and what is not good for you to ask them like okay this is what i'm thinking of getting done do you think this is a safe good idea for me not do i have your permission but do you think that i'm coming at this from a rational perspective mm-hmm. or do you think i'm coming at this because I want to change 19 things and this is number one and then we'll go to number two and then we'll go to number three about my body. Mm-hmm. There's, you need a sounding board. I think everyone needs a sounding board just in general, but 
if you're listening and you don't have someone like that, you can always just message us because yeah, we will tell you. And really, it's just about getting to the root of it. That's all you really mm-hmm. have to do. And I think it's hard for us to logic through it a lot of the time because we're coming at it from a very specific place. Yeah. And other people might present a perspective that you were not anticipating or asking you a question that really makes you think like, oh, I wanted to lose weight because I saw a skinny girl the other day versus... Yeah. I want to lose weight because I just generally feel uncomfortable when I'm by myself. Yeah. And I think as well, if I were giving advice, I would say sit with it. A lot Mm -hmm. of people who get cosmetic procedures quickly tend to regret them. So Mm -hmm. sit with it for like six months, maybe even a year. Mm -hmm. And if you still want it, then I'd say consider it. Mm -hmm. I would also say I do not judge anybody who has cosmetic work. I think that's fine. I think You have to remember though, that everybody looks at their own body so much more harshly and so much more critically than anyone else has ever looked at you. Like no one sees the pores on your face, except for you. Mm -hmm. No one sees the pimple that's in the corner of your cheek that is like blazing red, except for you. And maybe the one rude person who points it out, like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but, but usually like people's perception of you is so different from you. Like you're looking at photos of yourself and you might see 18 things that you want to change. Whereas other people, like Emma was saying, just see a nice photo of you. They're not looking for failures or flaws. So I think just know that you're like beautiful and worthy as you are. And that applies to guys and girls. Like you're just as wonderful as you would be with six mil of Botox in your forehead. Mm -hmm. And ultimately you can't please everybody and you won't. So trying to become someone that you think will be approved of is fruitless and you just, there's no point. There's just no point in doing that because either you stay the way you were when you were born, like you are who you are, you've not changed anything about your appearance and people will find a problem with that or you'll get something done and they'll say like, you know, she looks worse now or he looks worse now or like Mm -hmm. you only change that for X, Y, and Z reason. Like there's always going to be an issue with whichever direction you take. So I think just accepting that some people are just hurt and they they want to put others down regardless of what they look like like Mm -hmm. some of the most attractive people to me are just needlessly put down by others because of Mm -hmm. insecurity and I think it's just important to realize it's never about you yeah and I think also if you're somebody who's really afraid of aging like if you're afraid that life is short and you are operating from a basis of fear that you should really explore that and deal with that because maybe you've had trauma in your life. Maybe there's been something that's happened to you that wasn't fair or good, but you're now afraid of getting older. And I think instead of living your life like that, with that anxiety and trying to buy things or alter things to make that less real, I think it's much better to deal with it and to go, Hey, I, I'm a, afraid of aging. It's not that I want to look a certain way. It's that I'm genuinely terrified. And so I'm trying to insulate myself in this bubble of anti-aging so that I don't think about death. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, it's just much easier to look at it in the face, deal with it and come up with a healthy path forward. Mm-hmm. And ultimately be responsible, be responsible for yourself. Mm-hmm. And if you decide to get things done be responsible in the candidness that you bring with that, because yes. lying about it just contributes to the problem. And if you are the kind of person who you look back and you think, God, I wish someone had told me that it's okay to be who you are, then the best thing you can do is be that person for other people and just start from ground zero. So absolutely. 
And feel free to message us, message us your opinions, message us <laughs> if you think we're cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs and we're wrong about anti-aging. I mean, we are cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, but for other things, <laughs> for other reasons. <laughs> so <laughs> feel free to DM us with your advice questions, with your opinions, with mm-hmm. your feelings. Mm-hmm. We love that. Well, I think I've said everything I can think to say about the topic without sounding redundant. So um, I'm just like so happy people virtually audibly orally hung out with us today so thank you for being the third person at our table this has been the transcontinental tea i have been hannah and i will remain emma oh that's the tea